Hey, Mel. <laughs> hey, Jill. I guess it's time for Mel and Jill geek out. You ready? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> already picked this up this is a digress because we are just not <laughs> on it today i'm not on my best it's not my best day today she's it's, like oh i can't start with hey mel i was like i mean you can <laughs> she was like literally we like right as we hit record oh by the way you're opening it doesn't make me nervous. I just wasn't prepared and I totally blanked on what I was supposed to say. I don't know how it's what preparation there needs to be involved with I, saying your own name. I genuinely can't remember the first thing that we usually say. I remember like saying I'm Jill. Is that it? Is it just say I'm Jill and then you say I'm Mel and then we go and this is Mel. I can't remember. But I usually like say hey guys or hi everyone this is melissa and you say and this is jill i panicked okay there's nothing to panic about it's we've done this like over 40 times at this point this should be it just muscle memory time it just literally caught me off guard and i didn't take my adhd (laughs) medicine today so we really threw it okay is it a symptom of adhd to like open something that you've received in the mail and then just leave all of the pieces like the the backing paper and the bubble wrap and things and then just walk away and never touch it again i'm gonna say yes because john does that i i do that um my former stepson when he was younger used to leave the cabinet doors open oh my god john does that um you everyone knows this story i'm like if you we i have a cat his name is pico de gato he's hilarious he keeps me on my toes but if we don't close the cabinets he will go in the cabinet and like sit on the dishes he does not care i have a pet story okay well there's one right there it's it's fine it's just mandy and it, it was just Mandy, it and then Jasper and Jenny decided to come in. Okay, too. hold, please. I need to remove the three dogs. Okay, I there was a much better segue into this, but because I know we've edited it down for it's like just seconds after we said it, um, I'm just gonna dive right into the story. So we are doing a couple recordings in one day. My anniversary was yesterday, and we left in the morning with the intention of coming back in a couple of hours. And we left the dogs in the house, like roaming around, which we don't usually do. Um, ended up buying a car, which takes for fucking ever. Like, we have several international listeners. 
just so you guys know, it literally takes all day to buy a car here in the U.S. It's stupid. It's really annoying. <laughs> it was stupid. And it was unplanned. So, like, we didn't get home until about dinner time. Um, and immediately walked in and you could tell one of the dogs had shit. Mm. And so we were, like, walking around trying to find it. Found it in the bathroom. Which, you know... <laughs> Honestly, not the worst spot. Not the worst spot, but so we, and it was a huge shit. I don't, it had to have been either Ginny or Jasper. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Even for like a human, that was a lot of poo. But <laughs> anyway, so we toss it and Mark was saying, he was like, I keep smelling something. <laughs> But it was like, we've looked everywhere. There's, they haven't pooped anywhere else. Mark found it today. The bathtub. They had gone into the bathtub behind the curtain and shit in the bath. I didn't even think to look. <laughs> Again, like, of all of the places to take a shit right? where you're not supposed to take a shit, like... <laughs> The, I'm proud of your dogs, honestly. Like those are not bad locations. Not bad locations. Like, my dog. You know where? It, like she hasn't done it in the new house. Knock on wood. But like when we first got Rosie, when she was mad because we left, because she's a little bit mean when she when we leave her alone, she would go on the landing of the stairs because like the stairs you'd have to like go halfway up and then turn around and go the rest of the way up. She'd poop on the landing. <coughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we now have a baby gate <laughs> on uh on our stairs at all times. So when she's by herself, she's not allowed to go upstairs. And um in our last house, it was single story and we would close the bedroom doors because the, there was only carpet in the bedrooms. And then one night I don't know what happened. She must have gotten sick or something. And she diarrhea pooped all over the master because I had forgotten to like pull the door tight that day. So I go in there like kind of like I got home. It was kind of late. I walk in there and there's just poop everywhere. Oh god! And then I'm like cleaning it up. And then I started running out of carpet cleaner. So I'm like frantically calling John to be like, you have to stop at the store and bring home more carpet cleaner. Oh, that's yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it happens. My cat, Wyatt, he um, and how we had the furniture arranged in our old house. He we have this like pretty tall cat tree. It's about eight feet tall and he loves to like sleep on the very top of it. Like that is his like favorite place to hang out during the day. Mm-hmm. And he will gorge himself on food <laughs> and then throw up off of the top of the cat tree and it used to be next to this like beautiful buffet table i had and he would throw up down the side of this buffet table i we moved the cat tree oh what an asshole but he doesn't feel well so i feel kind of bad like but it's because he gorged himself gorged himself on food yeah Yeah. i mean i listen jenny is no better like it's super disgusting. Okay, so Ginny's a rescue, and when we got her, she was literally 
starving skin and bones. And she had been at the rescue for a while. Um, we adopted her, but she had heartworm treatment. And so she could not run around and was basically confined to a very small kennel and just, they kept her at, at the rescue until that was done. Um, cause they were just way better equipped to deal with it than we were. But because of that, Ginny will eat literally anything like literal anything. And it does like we feed her very well. She's a healthy weight, but it doesn't matter that dog. You would think that she was starving because she will eat anything. And I know this because she eats poo. She eats the other dog's poo. It's so disgusting. And she'll vomit it up sometimes like because she just and it's like, oh, Oh God, it makes me Mm want to like throw up just thinking about it. It's awful because she learned to do that because she was literally starving. It's, we would have to literally walk around and pick up the shit as the dogs pooped it out to prevent her from doing it. It's yeah, gross. So gross. I know. How did we get dog shit? (laughs) <laughs> you told the story. I this is not like, the only weird animal situation. Do you want to tell everyone about the bearded dragon pickle you have? Oh yeah. So a couple of years ago, uh my youngest, we got her a bearded dragon for her birthday. Um and we named him Pickle. Or she named him Pickle, not Pickles in the plural, Pickle, singular. Um, that's a very, dis- a big distinction for her. So she will correct you if you say it wrong. Um, but she, he grew very quickly and we would have friends come over who had had bearded dragons before and they're like, that is a big ass fucking bearded dragon. And he wa- like was like a real big Dude, I mean, he's he's still alive. She's not meaning to refer to pickle in the past tense. I'm not. I'm saying it that way because about a month ago, um, it came to our attention that pickle is not a he. Pickle is a she. And we know this because, like, Jesus Christ, she was driving us fucking bananas. She was digging and we had a carpet on the bottom because when we first, when you first get like little baby dragons, they say not to use substrate because it can, they can eat it and they can get impacted and it's just not good for them. But she is big enough that that is not a problem. So I I told him, I was like, I can't stand the fucking digging anymore. So we have to put something in there for her to dig. So, um, I think it was literally the day after Christmas or Christmas Eve. I can't, it was like right around Christmas and I'm literally about to walk out the door to go get this fucking bearded dragon, some substrate to dig in. Mark starts to clean out the terrarium, lifts up the carpet and finds 30 fucking eggs, 30. Okay. And they had been there a while and we didn't realize it because they were under the carpet And didn't realize that she had been going under there to lay the fucking eggs. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> so um, then we that's when we realized Pickle was a girl. So apparently bearded dragons for a few months will lay eggs every few like every month or so. So she's now laying the next clutch of eggs in the moment. So we have a like a nesting box for her with like substrate she can dig in and but she's still just digging all the way to the bottom and it's just this like the nails on the plastic it's just driving me nuts <laughs> poor pickle you misgendered her for I so know, long i feel terrible i feel terrible but i mean she seems to be all right she is not as fat as she used to be which makes a whole lot of sense so yeah yeah it's you did what you could when she realized what was happening oh, i have learned took care of so it. much about bearded dragons in the last month are it's insane so <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i don't own any exotic animals nor do i have any intention to i'm good we were at the exotic animal store getting things for pickle and they had a sun conure. I don't even know what that is. It's a bird. It's a it's a tropical bird. Um, it's not. It's a parrot. It's in the parrot family, but it is not a like parrot when you think of the word parrot. Um, but anyway, they're very smart. But like, it made me miss my bird because I used to have a bird. I had a cockatiel, but they're a lot of work. They are a lot of work. Mm -hmm. So it is not, that is not a, I wouldn't buy that kind of pet on a whim. Let's put it that way. No, no. But I'm glad Pickle is doing better. Yeah. And laying her unfertilized eggs. Oh, yeah. To be clear, they are unfertilized eggs. We, she's been laying, we're, I don't know if they usually lay them like all at one time, but she's been dropping a couple here and there so mm -hmm. um but we just take them out because there we don't have another bearded dragon so they are unfertilized so yeah i'm not tossing I mean, baby dragons into the trash <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> no no there's no baby bearded dragon murder happening here mm -mm. Mm -mm. <sighs> but yes so fun so that has me asking you i know we are not gonna actually cover christine's wedding but like what do you think of christine's wedding i mean I, I know what you're gonna say when i say this i know what you're gonna say okay i'm not a wedding special person i just had zero fucking interest in watching this and because we had missed some of the other episodes and not being able to like, I, it's just a wedding. Everybody like, okay. I know this sounds terrible. Everybody has a, not everybody has a wedding, but like everyone's happy for Christine. She's happy. She walks down the aisle. I, I knocked something over. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but everyone's happy for her we meet a little bit of david's family and that's great and i saw enough of this mm -hmm. on tiktok that i don't feel like i need to watch the whole fucking episode you know yeah i mean 
I watch them, but you're right. Like it, everyone's happy. Everything's good. Like it didn't need I don't to be two episodes. Why. It didn't need to be two episodes. And in my humble opinion, like Cody and Robin didn't need to be featured at, at all. all. They did, and they didn't add anything to it. I. I'm not as anti-wedding special as you are, so I did like seeing like the whole family coming together and how supportive everyone was of her, how happy everybody was. And um the thing that really stuck out to me is that like during like the little like confessional interview things, Gabriel's like, it feels like the old brown family is back together. I did see that clip and I think that that speaks to something that you had mentioned previously a long time ago in in one of our Sister Wives episodes. Like, Cody really misjudged who was the nucleus of that family. Cody really thought it was him, and it was not. It was Christine. Christine is the center of the Brown family. I mean, I get she's not a Brown anymore, but still. Like, she, she was the one that facilitated the traditions. She was the one who raised like who, who someone referred to as the OG 13, like the original mm-hmm. kids that came along. And I've looked back at clips and watched some of the old episodes and Christine was nothing but welcoming to Robin and her children. And it just, to me, it's just such a clear, like Robin came in and that's when the, that's when those things started to change. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I really just I liked being able to see the family happy. I I really don't need anything from Cody or Robin. Um I was happy like with Mary's, like her getting featured, like she understood why she wasn't invited, like she has hope for herself and we now know that she has a boyfriend so props to mary there's a lot of controversy around him because he (sighs) filed for bankruptcy and has been divorced four times but if you think about it technically mary has been divorced and she has also filed for bankruptcy. So, like, I'm not here to judge someone because of those things. Like, we don't know what happened in those relationships. The the stuff that I saw, the bankruptcy thing, that happened so long ago that I just feel like that's not even relevant. It's just, you're just trying to dig up bullshit. The, mm. like, multiple marriages is a bit of a red flag. But, like, to be fair, Mary also comes with quite a big quite a bit of baggage and mm-hmm. props to and some any, of her very own red flags yes agreed agreed and also adding in the fact that like you're with a public figure granted she's not a celebrity or anything but she's recognizable enough that people know who she is and mm-hmm. As this, as we have seen, and I'm sure this man has learned, the public is going to dig up anything and everything they can if they want to. So for somebody to like kind of willingly step into that, you know, kudos to you. That's not an easy job, I guess. No, it's it's not. And we don't know anything about their relationship. We don't know anything about his past relationships. So I am not one to 
just immediately pass judgment on a situation absolutely like i time will tell time will tell Mm -hmm. if she's happy who who the fuck cares yeah because like okay this is going super off the rails but like think about being a girl who gets in a relationship with like ross from friends who's been divorced three times but like i wouldn't want to be in a relationship either okay his first (laughs) marriage his wife discovered she was a lesbian not his fault that divorce totally normal second marriage he fucked that up oh god i felt he fucked that up so bad for emily like i know that everyone was like everyone was so ross and ray to ross but i was like they really did emily dirty in my opinion like and everybody just kind of seemed to ignore that i was like that was Mm -hmm. very shitty of everyone involved yeah like they may be like oh emily was so controlling of you it's like well a the two of them shouldn't have gotten married in the first place like they really rushed that relationship way too fast and two like he said another woman's name at the altar like it's not good oh no i if had her had had that been me i wouldn't have signed the fucking certificate no, I wouldn't have either. They shouldn't have gotten married, but that is just my humble opinion. And then when he got drunk and married Rachel in Vegas, he should have just gotten it immediately annulled and then it wouldn't have been a big deal. But like if those were the stories that like, like I've been married three times, here's what happened in each one of them. I've been like, okay, one time, not your fault. Like you still have a good relationship with the mother of your child no big deal the second one you kind of fucked up i hope you recognize that you fucked up mm-hmm. third one you're not allowed to drink in vegas anymore oh hell no i mean coming from someone who probably looked like a walking red flag when after my <laughs> divorce genuinely like i had i had God, it sounds terrible. It really does. Like, uh, it really does. Like, the cool, like, elevator version of my life where, you know, I have two kids with two different dads, one of which I didn't marry, one of which I am now divorced from, and I have moved back to my hometown and remarried. It sounds awful, but, like, a lot of, like, the details of all of that those things happened over a 15 year period. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So it's not like it was boom, 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 boom. So coming from someone who on the surface looks like a walking red flag, you don't really know the circumstances of any of those situations. So no, who are we to judge? Exactly. So I'm not going to judge Amos as long as he treats Mary with respect. I It's kind of all yeah. I think any of us could ask for. Absolutely. As long as she is happy and being treated well, I think everyone is cheering for her. Honestly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's all I that's all anybody ever wants. But I still have to, you know, do a big shout out to TikTok because if it hadn't been for TikTok, I would have not gotten back into Sister Wives. Same. It was definitely through like Mrs. Kickstand and yes. Daniela Realtor and those TikTokers and creators that got me back into the show. Absolutely. 
for me, it was hands down Mrs. Kickstand so much. I mean, I hadn't watched that show in years. I love her too. I like the other ones. Don't get me wrong. I think one of the other ones is like the high historian or something like that. She does some that I watch. And she's like studying fun, like some kind of like historical. Yes. She's studying it. And part of what she's studying has to do with like fundamentalist religions in America. So she has like a lot of great context on things, but I definitely start like TikTok has kept me so up to date and so informed on the shows like that. But Mrs. Kickstand definitely was the one to like pun intended kick it off for me she's great and she's so fucking funny i don't understand why people like i don't think she has a large group of people that don't like her but she'll sometimes put like i'm loud like deal with it i'm like yes that's what i fucking love about it she's so passionate and you can tell and i i like that i like someone who's into something so yeah so that was like probably the first kind of like mildly niche part of TikTok I got onto outside yeah. of like book talk. Like I fell into book talk pretty quickly because I read a lot. But yeah. Do you have any like good niche parts of TikTok? Yeah, probably a lot. <laughs> I feel like that's what TikTok's good at. It's giving oh, you like yeah. little chunks of niche. Um, Definitely. One of my favorite things to watch is Am I the Asshole stories. <laughs> okay. Are they are you watching like the podcasters who read out the read the stories aloud? Or like the subway surfer videos with like the voice AI voiceover telling the story? Okay, I hands down prefer the podcasters. Um we're gonna have to tag all of these people so hopefully you guys enjoy this (laughs) um dusty thunder is one that i really like Mm -hmm. um and two hot takes the girl oh my god Mm -hmm. her voice her voice is so soothing to me dusty thunder does the voices and he like he's just funny i've never watched the lives but i still enjoy watching the videos now there will be people who will duet it and then they've got the like subway surfer or all the little like minecraft videos and shit next to it and but you know but then that leads into this whole other genre of tiktok which is like i guess what you could call like a visual asmr yeah because it's not really about the noise no like this is so embarrassing (laughs) this is so embarrassing i'm very much exposing myself uh rug washing videos are one i love the rug washing videos there's like i think it's like blue mountain rug washing i that is like one of my favorites because he's got the funky little robots are too clean too i think is what it is (laughs) and then um and then what was the other one they, I, okay, this one, to be fair, I watched and found on Facebook, but it's like street drain cleaning, but it's in like Australia or New Zealand or something. And so it's like it's kind of coming from like up top a terrace and then it comes down. And so like all the leaves and shit get in there. But 
Yeah, I have no idea how I ended up there. Not a clue. I mean, do you <laughs> yeah. have any weird ones or is it just me? So I so I I haven't seen the street cleaning one personally. I'll have to send you those. Um I also really like the rug washing. I like the soap cutting. Ooh, that's good too. Yep. I like soap cutting and this is kind of gross. I don't do like the pipple popping because like that's just gross to me. But when they're cleaning out someone's ear, oh god, like all yeah. the Impacted dried out earwax. Oh my god, that's a good I, one. That's I, a good it's one. It's kind of gross, but I kind of love it. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. Um, I like the pimple popping videos, but I don't like the white heads. Those are gross. I don't like the pus coming out. I like I like them to come out whole in the little ball the whole mm. the whole thing boop <laughs> it's just like pops right out oh and yeah. then other niche that doesn't have to do with visual um tea tiktok like with the bsvc on tiktok whose handle absolutely escapes me right now but she is so funny i know funny. exactly who you're talking about and then the guy the jolly red ginger Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's funny because he's like, "I'm gonna make it publicer," and he and he'll be like, "Oh, our husband did this." You're talking to our. It's so funny. I literally watched one today, which was so funny. It was like, because you know how you can do like the slideshows on TikTok. Where it was one where it was like a picture of a military couple. Mm-hmm. Like they were both in the military. Oh, it's like they said getting married after two weeks just to get out of the the barracks is a bad idea and he's like yeah you know people talk about it a lot a lot of people in the military get married really fast sometimes it's for good reasons sometimes it's for bad but you hear a ton of stories of like oh we got married after two weeks and we've been together for 25 years and then you move the slide over and it's like and a week later he went AWOL from the army and got caught doing drugs with a prostitute oh my god that went sideways fast Jesus. Oh the fuck? oh my god do you know who else i fucking love and thank god for her cliff notes gal oh i don't oh want to watch god. like a 17 part no no because i hate the come back for part two no you have 10 minutes on tiktok give me the whole fucking thing yeah you can tell me the whole thing or the people who will tell you something that they could say in 30 seconds over a two minute video i fucking hate that shit get to the point Or okay this is very specific to tiktok or to book talk but when somebody's talking about a book they read and they hold it with the pages facing the camera so you can't see what the book is and it's not until like the last three seconds that they turn and show you the fucking name of the book. That's right. Oh, it's all. It's show like me it's, the book. No, show you me know, the book. there was this trend for a little while where people were like doing like story time bits, but re- like giving the plot of books instead and they're like, if you want to no. know what happens, read this book. Stop that. Stop that. I don't like that. Just tell me to read the book. Did you like it? Tell me why. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I don't. If I was to make book talk content, which there's no promises I will. Oh my God, this is totally off topic. John, 
my John, the man who barely exists on the internet other than being a lurker and consuming it, posted a TikTok video. Shut up. <laughs> About what? Of our cat, Pico, staring at the bacon he had made <laughs> with the don't be suspicious sound <laughs> underneath it. That's funny. That's funny. And it has like 2,000 views. I'm like, good job, babe. You're one and only TikTok that you're ever going to make. 2,000? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I know that's not viral, but Jesus Christ, for somebody who's never posted anything, that's a lot. Well, I mean, that's just the power of cats on the internet. I don't know what to tell you. I'm on cat TikTok, too, and I don't even own a cat. Yeah. So, I'm pretty yeah, sure I a- sent you a cat tower that would look like the hogwarts castle because i need you to buy that <laughs> Pico and uh, why it so deserve cat, that so cat trees are like very expensive for what they are they're literally like like particle board covered in like remnant carpet and oh, they're well, like three hundred dollars you're handy enough to make that shit i know you are for a fact Oh, I definitely could. It's just I'm lazy. You're like, I don't want (laughs) to. I don't want (laughs) to. I don't want to. But yeah, I can't stand how expensive freaking cat trees are. It's very annoying. But yes, he made a TikTok and it was funny. But yes, if I was ever a book talker, I would hold the fucking book, you know, cover forward. So people can see see the fucking book. Yeah. That's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. I'm also like, I don't know. This is probably because like my husband was in the military. We used to work for a company that helped veterans. Like I'm very much in like weird kind of sort of military talk. So there's this guy. I don't remember what his handle is, but he I makes I know like what you're about to say. Keep going. Very, very funny. He's like this white guy in the army and he makes really funny <laughs> military jokes and he talks about like the the defense travel system which is just if you've ever been in the military you know it is absolutely garbage his videos are so funny I send them to John all the time is this the guy (laughs) that does like military base like base specific content as well no that is a different guy okay that guy is fucking also hilarious hysterical because he did one about the base that you and I, I almost said it the base that you and I were both stationed at I nearly died it was so fucking accurate you have to send it to me I'll, I want to see it I don't think I saved it it was so like I'll I'll try to find it on the dude's thing but yeah and the thing is is like i so rarely get military related content anymore because i'm just not in that world anymore and that one still came across my for you page and i was like that is extremely specific (laughs) yeah yeah last night a lot of my tiktok was like consumed with there was this so I do not pretend to know one iota of the specifics of the situation. I'm going to preface what I'm about to say with that. But apparently there is a group of people that call themselves the Hoofsies, I think. I don't know. I could be totally pronouncing that incorrectly. But they're like 
from Yemen and they've been doing like a water blockade of merchant ships in the waters near Yemen. Pirates? Sort of. So they have been aided by some other countries in the area and they have like some anti ship missiles like launch from the land. Oh shit. So they've been doing this blockade and an American ship was going to try to go through and they were trying to block it. And so an American destroyer came and they shot at the American destroyer. And obviously the destroyer like threw one jet in the air and like flicked the vessel away because it's the American Navy. And then they um, did launch a little bit like there was a little bit of a skirmish. Ten of the other people i don't know if they're like rebels or insurgents i don't know what to call them i don't to be fair i have no idea what to call them so 10 of them did unfortunately pass away or i don't know if it's unfortunately because they did like randomly shoot at a ship that's called a destroyer like maybe don't shoot at that yeah um and so then like that night the americans sent in some seals that took out the uh anti-ship missile launcher thing that they had (laughs) and so this lady and this is nothing against her she just comes on and she like has like the green screen of like a news article about it in the background she's like well these people aren't to be messed with meaning like the the hoofsies or i don't know how to pronounce it please Mm -hmm. don't roast me i legitimately don't know how to pronounce how it's pronounced and then a lot of people have been stitching her video laughing their asses off because she's saying that this small group of people who have been trying to do this blockade shouldn't be messed with by the u.s navy just for context and why so many navy veterans and navy people are getting on here and laughing about it is Mm -hmm. one aircraft carrier one is the third largest air force in the world behind the United States and Russia. So it's just an aircraft carrier hanging out by itself. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she understands the, the military industrial complex that is the United States. <laughs> and the fact that like one nuclear submarine is like the third largest nuclear power in the world. If it's out there, <laughs> like I get that these like rebels or whoever they are, are like probably pretty tough mm-hmm. in their own right. But like, you're not going to fuck with the U S Navy. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll go well. I, I just they tend to do the like shoot first, ask questions later mm. type shit. And, and the funniest thing about it. So it was the Dwight D Eisenhower. That's the ship that like was involved in this situation. And the captain of that ship posted this thing on Twitter or whatever it's called now. Um, You don't mess with Taco Tuesday. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. And so I said all of this to military like meme type shit to post. Oh, my God. 100%. So I, I showed John this and his immediate reaction was... Well, I, they sure as hell are glad they didn't do it on the ice cream show social or karaoke night. Oh, my Lord. 
<laughs> I was busting up laughing. Not like at her by any means. Like, well, no, the like, comment about the like situation. being on the ship. Yeah, about shit happening. That yeah, that's the funny bit. Yes, that's fine yeah, because that's like the- it only comes from. It's one of those things. Like obviously, you and I were not in anything like you just kind of because you're in the world like you understand where it's coming from so you like Mm -hmm. you may not be intimate with the details and like fully understand like like the people who are actually in the military but you under understand enough of the context for it to be funny you know what i mean oh a hundred percent like it's you know enough to get why it's funny except when it's my husband's like nuclear navy jokes i don't fucking understand any of that shit yeah yeah, I don't pretend to understand a lot of the things that Mark did or whatever. But anyway. Nope. I'm good with it. But yeah, that's a weird side of TikTok I end up being on. But yeah, I feel like I end up on like random sides of TikTok at random times. Like I was on Neil the Seal Talk for a long time. Yeah, I was there too. And then like, what is that? This the ocean. What was that area? Oh my god! It was like deep sea. I, apparently, I was. They were singing like this. dead man's tail. Like oh, the sh- sea North shanty. Sea. North no, the sea. North sea. There it was. I was. I'm sorry. I could not remember. No, it was a North Sea TikTok for a little while. Yeah, I uh, successfully avoided that, but I'm very much on the like. Um, everybody's talking about like how crazy the ocean has been and this guy's like yeah because we sent down some billionaires <laughs> and yeah. the the sea creatures got taste got the taste for billionaire blood and they want some more god I I died I died when that shit was coming out like some of the absolutely unhinged orca oceana crossover memes oh my god <laughs> They were so fucking... Maybe that makes me an asshole, but good God, it was so fucking funny. I can't get mad at an apex predator of the ocean. Like, let's be honest. Orcas are an apex predator. They fuck with people just to fuck with people. Mm -hmm. And them hurting that... And, like, they didn't hurt any humans... No, no, they fucked up their shit, but they didn't hurt anyone. They're like, fuck you. (laughs) They didn't hurt it. They didn't want those yachts. They just didn't want the yachts. No, 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 not my, not in my ocean, not my neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I love orcas. Mark got a car for the anniversary for our anniversary. Jokes. I, mm-hmm. That was not like the his actual anniversary present. I mean, on a very technical level, you technically got him two cars. I guess because you got him the racing seat. I did for his F one. I was game, gonna say, which is, got- if you really drag it out, could logically be called a car. True. Absolutely true. Yeah, it's set up behind me, so it's like. A whole thing, but the it's foldable like you can fold it up. So 
but he had to like configure it so we marked it so he knows where to set it back up so it fits like every time which is hilarious to me but i mean it's great i i fucking love it he was super excited about it but also he so he plays the f1 game and i don't understand this so if i'm saying this wrong sorry he has played to the point where like you can go up in different leagues and now he is in the league that the professional drivers are in. So like Max Verstappen will will drive in this league. Yeah. Now I'm not saying so fancy. I'm not saying that he has raced against Max. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that they are in the same level of the game. Let's just put it that way. So I like I I just I knew he needed like a better setup because he was on the rolly office chair and then this it was like a decent setup for the the pedals and the steering wheel but this is like it it you sit in it like an actual F one seat so he's one step closer to his own sim yeah I'm still really sad that Gunther left Haas. Because I don't know what I'm going to name my F1 league now. My well, fantasy team. Because I can't call like, it Gunther's Bitches because he's not there anymore. True. But you might like the rumor that I heard. Do tell. That because we all know Gene Haas is a tight son of a bitch. Right. Which kind he's, of plays. He's, he's a high touch human for sure. A what? high touch that is a hospitality industry for you're difficult as fuck oh yeah oh yeah like but he's also tight you know what i mean he doesn't want to give any money and this is kind of my problem with him firing gunther right he made this comment about like it's been 10 years what have you done i would argue it doesn't matter who you put there because you're not going to give them enough money to do anything because Gene doesn't want to put any money in the fucking team. He wants it to win without the money. And it's just not going to fucking happen. So it doesn't matter who you put in Gunther's seat. It ain't fucking changing. Now, no. with that being said, the rumor is that, for those who don't know, Andretti is trying to get into F1. There are currently 10 teams they want to be the 11th team, which requires a lot of rule changes. It's a big deal because a lot of the play, like a lot of the tracks don't physically have room to put two more cars on the grid. They'll end up starting on a curve. So it's, it's a big deal to add this team, but th they have met all the requirements that, the, that the FIA have put out there and they are dragging their feet. So one of the workarounds is that Andretti could come in and buy out Haas. So it's still an American team, but it's under a different name. I'm going to ask what is probably a dumb question. It might not be. I don't know. So there's only 20 spots on the starting grid. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason why? If you don't qualify within the top 20, you just don't race. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's fair. I, it, it's fair. I don't know. 
it's it's one of those every car can every team can field two cars but that doesn't mean every car is going to qualify that's true but then i think like excluding two would be not enough you know but then it but it but like that would almost require an entire format change so i don't know i mean in nhra like i mean there's not a limit of how many cars a single team can field but like if you field three cars there's only 16 slots if there's 18 cars that show up only 16 cars get to make the race like get to go into the race well if 30 cars show up it's still only 16 cars now here's another factor you may not have considered and this will segue into the next thing we're going to talk about f1 because i got things to say um (laughs) but here's the other argument to be made is it fair that these teams who have basically are a blank check written for them like Mercedes and Red Bull like they're gonna get what pretty much what they can get like they'll meet the cost cap right they're gonna spend every fucking penny they can they have other teams in the league they're just branded under a different name so for example AlphaTauri is a Red Bull owned team so is it fair to have one team own multiple, like one company own multiple teams on the grid. If they're willing to put up the money. I mean, I'm sure that's the way the FIA is taking it, but the argument is it's like, well, you're excluding people like outside teams from being able to compete such as Andretti who has the capital. They have met every requirement, but there's literal no space. Like, yeah, this is this is why I just go back to like, let there be more teams and you just only qualify 20 cars. And if you qualify, you qualify, you don't, you don't, because then you can have more teams. You can have, you know, 15 teams, but only 20 cars get to run the race. I don't think it's a bad idea. And it would make it would make the these like heat races that they do. What are they called again? Like on Saturday when they race for qualifying instead of like doing laps. Are you talking about like the sprint races or are you talking? Yes. Okay. It would make, yes, sprint races. It would make the sprint races more exciting because then you could have the entire field split in half to do these sprint races to be able to get into the, get onto the grid. It's not a bad I don't idea. see this as a bad thing. I don't see this as a bad thing. I agree because, because like, I'm going to, I'm going to take it back to NASCAR (laughs) because Hendrick Motorsports is probably one of the biggest teams in NASCAR. And they had at one point five or six cars. Mm -hmm. What is the difference? It's like, but like why at that point, like, why are you competing against yourself? That's stupid. It's to me, it feels like you're just buying a trophy. So I like I like what you said. And also it gives the sprint a purpose because to me, the sprint is stupid. You are risking mm-hmm. your car to win what? To win what? Nothing. It doesn't really affect. I mean, you get some extra points, but like everybody from P11 down, there's zero fucking 
like reason mm-hmm. for you to try. Zero. So absolutely, it, it's stupid. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm like, gonna bring it back the- around. Okay. Because what I mentioned about how Alphatari is also owned by Red Bull, right? Mm-hmm. So in 2023, Alphatari was a team. Now it is being rebranded for the 2024 season. I don't think mm-hmm. it is. Been, I, it may have been within the last like day or so, but their Instagram handle changed to this. So it's like relatively official. Their new rebrand is Visa Cash App RB. Like, what the fuck is that? And then Alfa Romeo is right behind them. Which, I'll say this. Sauber, it used to be, like, that was the original team. If you watch Drive to Survive, that's who Daniel Ricciardo signed on with. And then it changed Alfa Romeo, blah, 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 blah. Like, it went... Or I might even be thinking of a different team. It doesn't matter. They like all change their names so many fucking times. It's ridiculous. But Alfa Romeo, which arguably is an incredibly easy name to remember. Their new name is Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber. I'm not joking. That is their official name. On the F1 website. Stake F1 team kicks Albert. Like what? I'm sorry. What? What in the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim is that shit? Thank you. It is stupid. It's stupid. And I don't even think they like when they do it, when they're on the team, like when they're on the radio, like talking like that's their quote official name. But they can't say stake. They say kick Sauber on that's what they have to call it. Kick Sauber. What? Like that is the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard. It's stupid. Like why? Why are we making bad names? Like I, this makes, uh It makes no sense. Like these P these teams have entirely too much money. I don't understand where this is coming from. It, it just feels where was the marketing person thank in you. naming this fucking team. The, a marketing nowhere. person would be like, uh, can we just leave it Alpha Romeo? Because like I could understand like from a marketing perspective, I'm gonna put my little marketing cap on right now. Having Alpha Tori and Alpha Romeo, I can see how there's a little bit of brand confusion there. I can see that the colors are completely different, but I could see how there is potential brand confusion between Alpha Tori Alpha Romeo. That does not mean you make a 17 character stupid name. I'm sure it has to do with like new owners, new capital, new cash flow coming in. But this is stupid. I'm sorry. Stupid. It's stupid. Anyway, also stupid F1 things. I don't know what is going on in the driver pool. But all these men have entirely too much money to have the shit haircuts and hairstyles that they have. What the fuck is going on? Is there something in the water? Because come on, please. It's bad. Like George Russell has a bowl cut, a bowl cut, and it's greasy. It was I I saw a TikTok and it was actually hysterical because it was this woman 
who was making fun of George's last season's like intro pose where he basically makes a T and it's hysterical. Like, please look it up. It's so funny. But she was like giving all these goofy poses and stuff and he's watching it and it was hysterical. But he looks up and I'm like, you look you look like a grease ball. You look like a greasy Jonathan Taylor Thomas, not quite sleek bowl cut. It's just nasty. And then Hulkenberg, I don't know if his hair is still like this, but he did it last season in 2023. He fuck, and you'll see it on Drive to Survive. It looks awful. He bleached his hair like Eminem style, original, like to the scalp blonde he is already very blonde looking he looks like a goddamn nazi he looks like a fucking nazi like just so so blonde so blonde and alban who granted doesn't look like that also bleached his hair put color in it and then let it grow out it's like you people get paid millions of dollars where are your stylists what is going on it's awful um, maybe he was inspired by Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It's and so bad. Cornelius' hairstyle in that. Or maybe he really just discovered the the Slim Shady album. It's so bad. Do you it want, I mean, awful. like, I'm going to show, like, I'll Google it and show you through the screen. Like, oh my God. Like... Yeah, they're they're they make enough money that there should be like a professional hairstylist. Okay, I'm who gonna show them you like to not his look natural dumb. hair here. Okay, 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 okay. He kind of gives me like David Beckham vibes. Very David Beckham. Okay. No, no, it's, and there's no toner, so it's yellow. Tell me I'm wrong. No, did he lose a bet? I don't know. Did he lose a bet? It's bad. All you need to Google is Nico Hulkenberg bleached hair and click the images tab and you'll see it's piss yellow hair. It's awful. I need him to put some toner on there. They're millionaires. Like, They're millionaires. It's not good. No, it's not. It's really not good. It's really, it's not a good color choice for him. Mm-mm. Not it's at all. Not a good, not a good color choice. So the only other like F1 related stuff that I have, McLaren just randomly dropped their new livery which is basically their new car skin i guess as you could describe it like the paint scheme on the car well it's not so much the paint scheme like they definitely have the colors but like how they paint it on there i think it looks very similar to last season melissa does not agree i don't is this, is this the portion of the conversation where I share my screen and I point out all the differences for you? I mean, you can. You can. Okay, okay. My argument is that, like, she sees these things because she's a designer. Like, she's in the marketing designing sphere. Okay. 
So looking at 2023, okay, so we see like, so the orange kind of goes up the body of the car up onto like the crossbar here, the halo, get a little bit on the intake manifold that goes over the head. The DKX is in orange and then the tail, the, the rear wing is also the uh, classic papaya orange of, um, of McLaren. Okay. And noting where the orange is here, the rest of the car is black. Okay. Looking at 2024. Okay. There's some pretty big difference here. So here, the front wing is now orange, except on the inside panel. Everything else about the new front wing is going to be orange. The center of the body going up towards the driver along with the halo is still orange along the top, but now we have more orange along the two side Mel, panels. Like I know that oh. you're like pointing all these things out. Like I see that, but like just this is what I'm saying is you are the kind of person to notice these details. The the layman who is just like I'm not saying that they aren't totally different. Sure. They're they, totally different. They probably are. But here's the thing. Like at first glance, like to the lay person who doesn't like look at them in a microscopic level. Like, they just don't, they look so similar to me. And I'm not the only person to think that way. No, but, like, there's a pretty, there's significant difference between the, the two. Even, like, the intake above the driver head is, v like, an entirely new shape, too. Do you know who I think, who I don't think they've debuted there, but I am excited to see? Williams. Hmm. They did a really cool one with Duracell last year. They made the intake a Duracell battery. I Maybe that's stupid, but I thought it was hysterical. And it fit fucking perfectly in there. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity on these cars. Like, it's very interesting to see, like, how race cars get designed. Yeah, there is, like, a whole aspect to that shit. I don't pretend to know any of it like there's so much science that goes behind it and if you really want to dive deep into it there's so many good content creators for that um gotta like i wish i could think of some off the top of my head those content creators are not us though true it's there but yeah i don't think that those cars look that similar Agree to disagree. They look like they're from the same brand. Like if if the 2023 car was the beginning of the fashion show and the 2024 car was the end of the fashion show, I would understand how they got there. Like it's cohesive. No, see, okay, to me, it's like, okay, we're going to take. If there was from one to ten and last year was one, we're at two. Hmm. Yes. No, I I wouldn't say we've gone like all the way to like a 10. But if yesterday, if 2023 was one, we're like solidly at a five or a six. No way. Yes way. No. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Your designer eye is making it difficult for you to be objective here. To the lay person, it's like a two. It like... 
Okay, here's the thing. I can't tell, like, I cannot see the, unless I was, like, really to study the difference between, like, each team's car, like, Mercedes versus Red Bull versus McLaren. Like, I can't tell the difference between them on that kind of a level. No fucking idea. But, like, the paint scheme? Yeah, I can see the difference. Like, I can, but, like, there's, for McLaren, there's a pretty significant difference between... 2023 and 2024. Uh, do you know what to me what it is is like the body, the biggest difference is the front, the front wings. Like the rest of it is so similar to me. No, the the wing is different, the side panels are very different, the back wing is different, the intake is different. Like there's, looks, a, there's some like, pretty significant oh God, differences. You're nitpicking it though. What I'm trying to say is like that's not nitpicking. That's is. just where the differences are. Okay. I disagree Unless you're gonna with color you. Invert, so you're many not, people like, disagree with you. I say unless you actually inverted the colors of these cars, no one would think that it was going to be dramatically different. I feel like you should though. If you're gonna like, like fucking change no. it up, man. No, unnecessary. The 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 paint is no, doing keep its the job. Color, it's a, but like I don't know. But like putting different the, like pattern. put the orange where the black is and put the black where the orange is is what I mean by like inverting no, color. I, yeah, no, I know what that means, but like but like the 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 color and the the way it's laid on the car is doing what it's meant to do. The black is creating a shadow, making the car look slimmer and sleeker and faster. The orange is bringing highlights and accentuating the like specific curves and and features on the car. Like it's doing its job. I didn't say it was ugly. I just said it looked really similar to last year. But like, why why completely change it if like what was happening last year? Was doing its job well, like create a modern version of it, like an updated version, and that's what they did. I guess. I just think they could have done better. But if I'm being, what would you have changed? If I'm being honest, though, this is probably not the only team I'll say this about. It they aren't the only ones that do this. I don't see. Like, unless it's a big, drastic change, a lot of the times I don't see a huge difference. Red Bull is one of them. Like, there's not a massive difference between the seasons, in my opinion. Now, I'm excluding, like, special race ones because Red Bull did come out with a drastically different livery at a race or two last year. Same with Williams. and I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about their normal livery that they use for a majority of the season um but they're all like that it's not just mclaren that i have this critique of now granted a lot of the teams have not shown theirs yet so i can't say for sure my guess would be that this isn't going to be the only team that i say this about it just to me it's so similar it's like barely noticeable the changes I mean, I I have to, I guess they're barely noticeable if all you do is a passing glance. But if you actually really look at the two next to each other, you're like, oh, yeah, those are different. Maybe. Because, yeah, they're very different. I guess. 
It's like they just like right clicked next to the piece that was black and turned it orange. That's what it looks like to me. That's not at all what occurred. I'm just saying it's like, ooh, this used to be black. I'm going to make it orange now. That's really all it feels like. It's like you didn't even try. It's like you just made the other bit orange. That's all. What would you have liked them to do? I don't know. Find a totally new design. They get paid millions of dollars. Like, use the same color scheme, but, like, just put it in a different pattern. Is it that hard? They did. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. It's solid orange and solid black. Where's the fucking pattern? Oh, my God. It is definitely different. No, it's you not. You just don't. You we're don't gonna, I have a few, like we're so, I can tell we're gonna have this argument again <laughs> when another one comes out. Like, cause listen, I'm gonna say this. Stevie agrees with me. She also doesn't think it looks very different. I mean, I, I I'll admit to being a baby F1 fan, but it is different and here's the thing it may you meet so there is legitimately i forget what it's called but there's like a thing in the brain where like if you've seen something several times your brain kind of like fills in the data for you Uh it's like having cookies in a browser it kind of just like fills like reloads what you're used to seeing even if it's not what's really there and that might be this might be an example of that effect that's very possible. And I'm not disagreeing with you that it is different. I agree. Like when you're pointing it out, I see it. But like what I'm saying is like when I step back and I'm not being like the differences aren't being pointed out. Like if I saw that in a picture, okay. And again, I am not a livery person. Like this isn't the thing I love about F1, right? So it isn't important to me, but that doesn't mean it's not important to other people. And I'm sure other people can totally spot the difference. But like, if I saw a picture, I wouldn't be able to say like, oh yeah, that is 2023 livery versus 2024. Couldn't fucking tell you. To me, they're so similar. I'm like that, like it could be, it's control, I'll delete switch color or not control, I'll delete, like control C. It's just like, move this color here, move this color here. Oh, it's so different. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think this has, yes, obviously I have a design background, but I also grew up in a car family where like, we pointed out the differences between year makes. And like, sometimes they were very subtle, like, like the difference between a, 67 68 you know that's fair pickup truck was a very subtle difference but there is a difference and you know that's how you know what 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 model year a car is is these very subtle differences see i feel you like you know those things i don't so i feel like you have a more discerning eye that's all i'm saying yeah like literally this week I had to explain what the visual difference between um, this is very funny that it's also McLaren, <laughs> a McLaren 570 GT versus a McLaren 570 S like what the actual visual difference was between those two cars. Yeah, but see, like I love cars. Couldn't tell you. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I showed you those two cars, you would not immediately pick up on what the difference is because it is a pretty subtle difference. Like once you see it, you're like, okay, yeah, that's a that's different. Do you want to hear something like related, not related? Always. We were shopping at Target and a while ago we had found a t-shirt and it was in the girl section and had a Bronco on it, but it was like a kind of a retro looking t-shirt with a Bronco on it. So we were in Target the like other day. A Bronco car or like the Bronco no horse? A car. The Bronco car. Like the new Bronco car or an old, old Bronco? Like an okay. retro old Bronco. I just want to make sure I had all the context. Yes. It was like a gray t-shirt and whatever. It it was cute. It looked like a vintage tee. And then we were in Target again the other day and they had one for a Camaro. And she's like, ooh, I like that one. I was like, do you like cars? She's like, I like car t-shirts. <laughs> I was like, fair I mean, enough. Fair. fair enough. I was like, we can do car t-shirts. Honestly, like, I'm not the person, like, I, I don't think that, like, if you're wearing a graphic tee of something, that you have to necessarily, like, love the thing that's featured in the graphic tee like if it's a cool design just fucking wear it yeah if you like it and makes you happy wear it fucking wear it because sometimes brands that like i don't actually ever want to consume make a bitchin' ass t-shirt oh yeah i've got i could spend so much money on t-shirts I have to stop myself. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. I could, I could buy some graphic tees, but like, I'm trying to like slightly elevate my like casual style because like I don't have to dress up for work very often anymore. So I'm trying to like have kind of a more like chic, casual look, less I, graphic tee vibe. I'm trying to mix those together i have been able to Mm -hmm. find some styles that i feel like work together Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah as it happens well i mean i think we've talked for like an hour about nothing (laughs) (laughs) we talked stuff just this is this is why Mel and Jill digresses exist uh-huh oh yeah mm-hmm because mm-hmm. otherwise this would this would have been us trying to then turn around and talk about something else for an hour as well mm-hmm. like we're terrible mm-hmm. we're not good this is just a a snippet of what any conversation between Jill and I actually looks like oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, we're off the rails anyways, but thank you so much for listening. We hope you had fun jibber jabbering with us today. Um, if you want to check out what's coming up next on the pod, be sure to go over and follow us on Instagram. It's Mel and Jill geek out. Or if you have something we can geek out about, you should shoot us an email over at uh, Jill and Mel geek out at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Melissa and I'm Jill. And this has been Mel and Jill Geek Out. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.